Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Welcome to the Unconventional Wedding Planning Podcast. My name is Ashley, and I am planning my own unconventional budget micro-wedding in the middle of a pandemic. If you don't feel represented in mainstream wedding media, if you haven't been dreaming about your wedding day since you were six years old, and if you don't want to have an Instagram wedding, then you are in the right place. Hello, and welcome back to the Unconventional Wedding Planning Podcast. I almost forgot the name of my own podcast right there. Um, But you know me, if you are 90 episodes deep by now, I am not going to re-record that. Uh, Today, I am talking all about my honeymoon and sharing some tips so you can have the best honeymoon ever. Uh, At the time of recording, we've been back from our honeymoon about four days, um, and it's just been like a huge, busy whirlwind time. Um, These episodes are obviously coming out a little bit later, um, but basically we got married uh, like mid to late September, left for our honeymoon a few weeks later, and then now we're back home um, and we're moving into a new apartment uh, at the end of this week. We got the keys literally the day after we got home from our honeymoon. So it's just been all of the things all at the same time, um, which has just been so wild to experience, especially after, you know, a very quiet 2020, 2021, just with, you know, pandemic life, not much happening. And then to have like wedding, huge trip and move all happening at the same time has just been, it's been a lot. Um, It's been fun. And it's sort of, if we look back at like the history of our life and relationship, this is always how we do things. We always happen to do all the things at the exact same time, (laughs) um, kind of spontaneously. So it just makes sense for us. We're rolling with it. It's fine. I am trying to catch up on work, record this podcast, pack for our move, run around the city to pick up different things from Facebook Marketplace because I got real into the thrifting (laughs) and trying to find cool stuff and great deals. Um, And of course, it's raining and it's just, oh, it's a lot. Uh, Looking forward to being settled in our new place. But I did want to record this episode since we are sort of fresh off our honeymoon um, to share some tips with you and to tell you all about our honeymoon. Um, I saw quite a lot of you listened to our wedding 
uh, episode where I sort of just shared our wedding story. And I just wanted to say thank you. That means so much. I know a lot of you listening are probably like just here for the tips or you're kind of like listening in one ear while you're doing work or washing the dishes or walking the dog, which is totally fine. That's how I listen to podcasts too. Um, But it meant so much to me that uh, so many of you listened to the episode that was like just about our wedding that didn't really have any tips or tricks or anything like that. Um, That was really sweet. So thank you so much. I I appreciate it. Um, But let me dive into our honeymoon story. So we honeymooned in Atlantic Canada, the Maritimes. Um, We spent three weeks. Uh, First, uh, we flew to Montreal, and then we were in Halifax uh, for almost a week. And we picked up a car there. We drove over to New Brunswick, just spent a night there on our way to Prince Edward Island, where we were in Charlottetown mostly. And then we drove back into Nova Scotia and drove around Cape Breton Island, uh, drove the Cabot Trail all around, came back into Halifax, flew again to Montreal, and then flew home uh, to Vancouver. So we decided on Atlantic Canada, um, mostly because it was like a cool spot we had not been before. There have been really cheap flights uh, through Canada throughout the pandemic, which is like unheard of. It's usually really, really expensive to fly within Canada. So we wanted to take advantage of that. Um, I had actually been to Atlantic Canada as a kid, but my husband's never been before. And there parts of course that I hadn't seen and most of it I didn't remember at all so it was really cool and it felt like a very new place for us even though it was within our same country we originally wanted to go international but of course with the pandemic it was just getting a little bit difficult to plan our original original plan like you know way back in a pre-2020 world we wanted to go to New Zealand we thought that was going to be like the most epic amazing honeymoon and I'm sure it is (laughs) Um, but of course not an option for uh, this time would have been just impossible for us to get into New Zealand. Um, our first backup plan was Japan. We've been to Japan before, but we loved it so much we wanted to go back. But again, it was looking really complicated with COVID. We thought about Greece. We thought about France. Um we thought about New England a little bit, but we basically just decided, you know, we didn't want to get stuck somewhere. Like, God forbid, we tested positive uh, for COVID, even though we are both vaccinated. Um, you know, we didn't want to get stuck like, oh, our test results didn't come through in time and we had to miss a flight or things like that. We thought, let's just keep it simple. We'll stay in Canada. Um, we did have to get tested to go into Prince Edward Island, but it was just a rapid test um, upon arrival. So uh, luckily we were, we were both negative, so it was no big deal. And it wasn't something, you know, you had to submit 72 hours beforehand and fill out a form and all that sort of thing. Um, there were some hoops to jump through, like a little bit of paperwork, some things that you did have to sign up for to visit the different provinces, but it was a lot less work than if we had had to leave the country. So I'm very happy that we stuck with a domestic honeymoon. And honestly, Canada is such a huge place that it felt so different from where we are here in Vancouver. So I highly recommend it. Um, I wanted to share a few of the highlights with you. So in Montreal, the best part was we sort of did our own little food tour of Montreal. We have been to Montreal before, so we had like seen all the big sites. And we basically just ran around the city hitting all of these like amazing restaurants and shops and stores, eating like the best food. We had amazing pasta and croissants and uh, of course bagels (laughs) and the smoked meat, which uh, I'm not actually a fan of, but my husband was all over that smoked meat and poutine. Um, We also started watching Ted Lasso in Montreal, which has absolutely nothing to do with Montreal, but amazing series, big fans. That's like one of the uh, most memorable parts of our honeymoon is like ending each night with an episode or two of Ted Lasso. 
Uh, once we got to Halifax, one of the best things we did was check out the Halifax Citadel. We thought it was just going to be like this big structure you kind of walk around, but there is guided tours and reenactments and lots of, you know, um, boards to read and things to see. And it was just really, really cool. We had super low expectations, but we totally loved it. Um, we ate the best seafood in Halifax, actually all throughout our trip in the Maritimes. We had the most amazing seafood. It was so delicious. Um, Halifax is also known for their donairs, which we had quite a few of throughout um, our whole trip, and they were so good. We went to a Halifax Mooseheads hockey game, which was super fun. Uh, they have an immigration museum in Halifax that was so incredible. I like bawled my eyes out all the, <laughs> all the different exhibits. There was just really um, meaningful videos and exhibits and like things you can interact with. Highly recommend it if you're ever in Halifax. It's called the Pier 21 Immigration Museum. And funny enough, when we showed up, there was like a huge lineup down the block um, to go into this museum. And I was like, what's going on? Like usually, you know, museums are not um, the most popular thing to do. It was like a Sunday or something like that. And I was like, what, you know, why is everyone here? And as we were looking, you know, we were getting into the end of the line, I was looking at the line. And I was like, oh, it's mostly women. And I was like, that's so weird. Why are there mostly women coming into this museum? So we get to the end of the line, we're standing there. We're like, oh, do we want to wait? Do we want to wait? And someone from the museum comes out and says, oh, is anyone here for the museum? And we're like, well, aren't, aren't we all here for the museum? So we're like, oh, we are. And he's like, oh, come this way. We're like, okay. So we follow him and he brings us like straight inside. And we're like, oh, what's happening? Like, why do we get to skip the line? And he says, oh, that line isn't for the museum. It's for the wedding expo. <laughs> so of course, you know, on our honeymoon, we just so happened to accidentally get in the line for a wedding expo, which explains why the line was mostly women. <laughs> um, so that was happening. The museum has like a few event spaces. So they were holding a wedding expo at the same time. And it was just so funny to like walk past all of these people planning their wedding. And I wanted to like scream to them like, we're on our honeymoon. We already did this. <laughs> like, Good luck. Um, that was a ton of fun. Uh, what else? We did a little drive from Halifax to see Peggy's Cove, which is like the iconic lighthouse. If you've ever like Googled pictures of um, Halifax or Nova Scotia or Canada, you've probably seen this lighthouse before. We also went to Mahone Bay and Lunenburg, which are just like cute little fishing villages, very picturesque. Uh, from Halifax, we drove into New Brunswick. We just spent one night in uh, Moncton, New Brunswick, and it was kind of locked down due to COVID, but we had like an awesome dinner and we went to go see, they have this crazy tidal wave that comes in every 12 hours. It rises like four stories high or something like that. Don't quote me on that, but that was super cool to see. Um, from there, we drove into Prince Edward Island, loved hanging out in Charlottetown. We had really gorgeous weather just the whole trip, actually. We really lucked out going in sort of that mid to late October. Some things were closed, which was unfortunate. A lot of stuff is like seasonal and it's only open for the summer. Um, but we had like no crowds, beautiful sun, gorgeous leaves. Um, highly recommend visiting in October. We went to go see Green Gables, which if, if you've ever read or heard of the book Anna Green Gables, or if you've seen any of the movies or TV shows, um, that book is set in Prince Edward Island. The author is from Prince Edward Island, and she set the book like on her cousin's farm. So they've recreated the house, and you can actually go and walk through it, and you can walk through the woods and stuff, you know, where she grew up. And it was so cool. I am a big, big fan. I had reread the uh, first book, and I was reading the second book while we were in PEI and forced my husband to sit down and watch the movie. <laughs> um, and it was so cool. And like I was saying, no crowds. We literally had the entire house to ourselves, um, which I'm sure in the summer, it's like super lined up. We had an awesome lobster dinner in PEI as well. And then for the last leg of our trip, we did like a week long road trip around Cape Breton Island, which is the north northeast part of Nova Scotia. Um, and it was just stunning, like the most incredible 
uh, fall leaves and mountains and ocean views. Um, super beautiful. So highly recommend it. If you have not been to Atlantic Canada, um, highly recommend it. It's a really gorgeous spot. And if you are listening, as most of you are from the US, so my stats tell me, uh, it's not too far. It's super easy for you to get there. I think you can take a boat from like Maine or something like that even. Again, don't quote me on that. Um, but it's super close and it would definitely be like a great addition if you were ever visiting like Montreal or Toronto. It'd be a super easy flight uh, over to Halifax to see that part of Canada. All right, that is all about my honeymoon. I'm done rambling. Thank you so much for indulging me. Um, right after this quick sound clip, we will be back and I'll be sharing some tips to make sure you can have the best honeymoon ever. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So diving into the tips. So I've got 10 tips to ensure you have the best honeymoon ever. These are not in any order. But let's dive in. So tip number one is make reservations. This is super obvious. Um, if you've ever planned a trip anywhere before, you've probably thought about this, but I think it's important and worth saying, especially if you're trying to make your honeymoon a little bit more special. Um, maybe usually when you go on a trip, you know, you just kind of wing it. It's actually really nice to have reservations to so do that research, especially if you want to visit like some nicer restaurants. Um, I would say you don't need a reservation every single night. Like you don't need to have all of your meals planned out in advance. It's kind of nice to leave some space for or, you know, spontaneity, maybe one day you want to sleep in, order in, whatever. Like we did a few nights where we ordered donaire or pizza to our hotel room and just sat in the bed and ate it, which is totally fine. Um, but it was really awesome to know that we had like the, you know, the top restaurants that we wanted to visit in Halifax or Montreal, that we had those for sure secured. We had the reservation and it kind of gives you like a little bit more structure to your day. So if you do have a day that's a little bit more loose, like we don't know what we're doing. Oh, right. But we have, you know, dinner at seven at this restaurant we've really been looking forward to. So do some research, make some reservations um, for restaurants, of course, but also if there's anything else you want to see, if there's like a game in town or a really cool, um, activity, I don't know, anything you have to book online, just make sure you're doing your research and you are taking care of those bookings because it sucks when you miss out on things on a regular trip, but it super sucks if you're on your honeymoon and you miss out on an amazing restaurant or a really cool activity. Tip number two is tell everyone it's your honeymoon. So gone are the days where you can walk up to the desk at the airport and say, it's our honeymoon and get upgraded to first class. That's not happening anymore. Um, They're only upgrading people who have, you know, loyalty points with the airline or people who pay to get upgraded. So don't expect to get a ton of free things. But of course, you will get, you know, some free things or at least better service. So what we did is every time I made a reservation for a hotel or for a restaurant, I would always put in the notes like, oh, it's our honeymoon. We're so excited to be celebrating our honeymoon with you. Um, and 
we got some free things. I think we got, um, you know, a couple of glasses of Prosecco or like a little thing in the hotel room or things like that. We didn't get a ton of free stuff. And I don't know if that's because we weren't booking like the most high end luxury places. Like, um, you know, some of the places we were staying were like just cute little inns or like, um, you know, just like more basic, not, not super cheap, like not hostels or anything like that, but they were definitely not the high-end luxury places where maybe they are giving you, you know, a, a whole bottle of champagne or a free meal or something like that. Um, and I also didn't do the thing where I, you know, called ahead to ask if they had anything for free. I know some people will do that. They'll call ahead to the hotel or to the resort and they'll say, Hey, you know, we're staying there for our honeymoon. Is there anything you can do for us? Um, I didn't do that but uh, you're welcome to give it a try. <laughs> um, but it's nice. It's nice. Even if you just say it, you know, when you sit down for dinner, you can say like, oh, we're so excited. It's our honeymoon. Um, whatever you feel comfortable saying out loud, if you want to say it to them, if you want to put it in the reservation notes, not everyone's going to notice. Not everyone's going to read those reservation notes. Um, but every now and then it will work out. You'll get something free or you'll get some better service or even just people saying, oh, congratulations. You know, when was the wedding? Like, that's so nice. It's so nice to hear that, right? Because after your wedding day, you know, when you're no longer a bride or a groom, you're just a husband or a wife or a spouse or a partner. Um, people aren't really coming up to you being like, oh, congrats. <laughs> like It's like, okay, whatever. You're married. No big deal. Um, so it's nice to have a, you know, the person checking you in or the person taking your order, uh, wish you well and congratulate you. It's, it's a nice thing. So go ahead and tell everyone it's your honeymoon. This is your chance. Go ahead and brag. It's not a big deal. Tip number three is build in relaxing time. So I know a lot of people when they plan trips, it's kind of go, go, go. They want to have something on the itinerary for like every minute of every day, especially if you are doing, you know, a more uh, once in a lifetime trip. Like if you're doing, you know, a two week safari or going to the other side of the world or something like that, it sounds kind of nuts to say like, oh, why am I going to have a day off? But trust me, you're going to want it, especially if you go on your honeymoon right after your wedding, you are definitely going to want to have some downtime. So build in some relaxation to, into your honeymoon itinerary, whether that's like sitting by the beach, sitting by the pool. Um, for us, honestly, it's eating pizza in bed while we watch Ted Lasso. Like that is relaxing for us. Um, just chilling, you know, make sure you don't have an activity every morning at 8am. Like give yourself a chance to sleep in, um, go to the spa, uh, whatever, you know, whatever is relaxing to you, go read a book in front of a beautiful waterfall or something like that. But build in that time. So it's not so go, 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 um, or else you will get burnt out. Trust me, I travel a lot. Well, or at least I did in uh, the pre pandemic times. And it sucks when you uh, get burnt out on a trip, and then you basically just like, you know, stop functioning and aren't able to see or enjoy anything. And of course, you want to see and enjoy everything on your honeymoon. So make sure you have those relaxing moments in there. Okay, tip number four is to go on your honeymoon after your wedding, but not too long after. Now I say this, and I know not everyone has this kind of flexibility. Not everyone is able to take off time for their honeymoon at all. Um, some people can only take off, you know, a short amount of time. Some people are only allowed to take off time at certain times of year. Now I've said the word time like 40 times. <laughs> um, for example, like if you're a teacher, you probably can't take off, you know, September or something like that. Um, but if you do have the flexibility, I think the way that we timed our honeymoon, I think was actually perfect. So we went on our honeymoon about three weeks after our wedding, which was awesome because we were still sort of on that wedding high. Like it really did feel like a honeymoon following a wedding. Cause I know a lot of people will go on their honeymoon like a year or more afterwards. And that's awesome. Like it's great to have something like that to still look forward to. And of course, it's still your honeymoon, you're still celebrating if that's what you want to do, like if that's when you're able to get time off, if that's how long you need to save up 
for this trip since you probably spent a lot of money on your wedding. That is amazing. And um, I think I've shared this before, but I used to actually plan honeymoons for people as a travel planner. And probably 90% of the couples I planned for were going on their honeymoon at least a year after their wedding. So it is totally normal. Um, but if, again, if you have the flexibility, if you have the budget, if you're able to do this, I really recommend doing it the way we did, which is we went about three weeks after our wedding. So we were still on that wedding high, you know, we still felt like newlyweds, it was still like a special time, you know, we were still getting used to wearing our rings and things like that. Um, but all of the stress of the wedding was behind us because I know, you know, back in the olden days, people used to leave for their honeymoon, like the morning after their wedding or the night of their wedding, they would literally drive to the airport. And that is just so stressful because, you know, you've got to like return your rentals and you've got to make sure you're outfit gets, you know, put into the proper bag and you've got to pick up things from the reception space and you've got to put your flowers in a vase and make sure the cake goes in the freezer and you have all these family members and friends from out of town who still want to spend time with you. So the worst thing you can do is leave for your honeymoon like the day after your wedding. It's just super stressful. And trust me, that plane ride is going to be brutal if you are going from your wild reception to a 5 a.m. flight. That is not going to be a fun plane ride. So I highly recommend leaving a couple weeks in between your wedding and your honeymoon. I think that is that sweet spot. But again, I know not everyone has the flexibility. So whenever you can go, go. Tip number five, um, don't feel like your honeymoon needs to be romantic 24-7. So if you Google honeymoon, you're going to see a lot of pictures of couples like walking on the beach, holding hands, drinking champagne, looking at the sunset, going to the spa together. And I just want to remind you that romance is in the eye of the beholder. So to some people, you know, the ultimate romantic thing is drinking champagne on top of the Eiffel Tower while wearing matching outfits and holding hands. And to other people, it's like going on a really strenuous hike together and like taking in the view or, um, I don't know, cooking a meal together or reading books together or going to a hockey game together or something like that. I feel like honestly, the romance part is just doing something you love with the person that you love. Like to me, that is the definition of romance. And you can make it extra special by, you know, you bring chocolates or you, um, I don't know, I'm trying to think of something beyond just like chocolates and flowers, which are like the typical romantic thing. Um, I don't know, maybe your, your person's really into salads. So you make them a really nice salad. I don't know, whatever it is. But romance is totally in the eye of the beholder. So don't feel pressured. Like you have to be doing something quote unquote romantic the entire um, time of your honeymoon. It is totally fine to not hold hands <laughs> the whole time or not stare lovingly into each other's eyes in front of the fireplace every night. Um, that you don't have to do things like that. It's you know, nobody is, there's no test. You're not, you don't have to pass a test to be like, oh my gosh, were we romantic enough on our honeymoon? Were we lovey-dovey enough? Like it is totally fine. Just do the things you love with the person that you love. That's it. I will say, however, do take advantage of the fact that you are literally in the honeymoon phase. You know, people are like, oh, they're just in that honeymoon phase of their relationship. That's you. You're literally in it. You are on your honeymoon. So, you know, take advantage of that. This is the time, you know, when the person checking you into the hotel says, Oh, congratulations. That's so exciting. Be like, yeah, it is exciting. You know, give your partner's hand a squeeze. Um, you know, go for that extra sunset walk. Even if you guys don't usually, or you two don't usually do things like that. I think you do want to do things that are special and a little bit romantic because it's your honeymoon, but I don't think you need to feel pressure to be stereotypically romantic 24 seven for the entire length of your honeymoon. 
Okay, tip number six is to spend some time alone. Yes, even on your honeymoon, I think you and your spouse should take some time apart. Um, you will get sick of each other if you, especially if you haven't traveled much together before, or if this is like going to be the longest trip you've ever been on, or the only trip you've been on just the two of you, maybe usually you travel with like friends or family or something like that. Um, even if it's not, even if all the time the two of you go on, you know, week or two week or three week long vacations, just the two of you, you want some alone time. It's just, it's nice. It honestly, it's a nice thing to do to have some time just for yourself where you don't have to talk to the other person, check in with them, be in their space. Um, I know my partner and I definitely were feeling towards the end of the three weeks, like we were getting a little bit more short with each other and not, you know, we had an amazing time, great honeymoon. We're still very much in love. <laughs> no worries there. But there's just something about the fact that, you know, you are literally spending 24 seven with this person. In our case, it was like just the two of us in a small hotel room, the two of us in the car all day long, two of us at every meal. Um, and in, in regular life, you know, you go off like one of you or both of you go off to work or to school or something like that. You have time apart. And it makes that moment when you come back together, you know, the end of the day, you both get home from work, it makes it that much sweeter. It's the exact same thing on your honeymoon. So it's nice to have moments when you are not right next to each other, which I know is the exact opposite of what you think a romantic honeymoon is supposed to be. But trust me, even if it's just a small amount of time, it's really nice. So for example, the first afternoon that we got to Charlottetown and Prince Edward Island, uh, my husband was really tired. He just wanted to like lie down and relax. And I was like, hey, you know what? I, I really want to go out and explore. It's a beautiful day. It's sunny. So I took my book. I headed out for the afternoon, walked through some shops, um, sat down and got a coffee, walked down to the waterfront and he took a nap and it was great. And we spent like, you know, two or three hours apart. And then he texted me when he woke up and he came and met me and we were both like, you know, rejuvenated. And I was excited to show him some of the places that I had seen. He was feeling a lot better because he had had a nap. So it worked out. It was great. <laughs> a few other times, um, my husband has like an online game that he plays with some friends every Sunday. So every Sunday of our honeymoon, yes, there were multiple Sundays of our honeymoon. Um, he spent a couple hours playing this online game and I went and did my own thing. I caught up on some work. Uh, one time I did laundry, <laughs> I went shopping, I went to, you know, a coffee shop, things like that. So it's really nice to have that alone time. And again, it makes the reunion when you come back together so much sweeter. Tip number seven is to do something you wouldn't always do. So I think one of the ways you can set your honeymoon apart from just any regular trip that you and your partner will go on is to do something extra special. So for a lot of people, you know, that's going to that really fancy restaurant for dinner or booking that really, you know, fancy hotel you usually wouldn't splurge on, maybe doing something like a helicopter ride or a hot air balloon or something like that. Um, but it doesn't have to be expensive. It honestly, it could be something free. It could be, um, you know, going to look at the fall foliage, going apple picking, um, taking, you know, renting a canoe and taking a boat ride or something like that. Uh, maybe going on a really epic hike the two of you have always, you know, looked at and wanted to do. So it doesn't have to be spending a lot of money, but just something that's like a little bit extra special for the two of you, something that you're always going to remember and that you'll really appreciate and that will make this feel like, oh, wow, yeah, this isn't just, you know, any other trip. We're really doing something special here. Tip number eight is to bring something home to remember your honeymoon by. Of course, you are going to remember your honeymoon, but I love the idea just, you know, with regular travel, I love the idea of bringing things home from your trip and being in your home and still feeling like, you know, you have that adventurous travel spirit with you looking around and being like, oh yeah, there's the rug I got from Morocco and there's the, um, 
I don't know, plate that I picked up in Paris. And there's the lantern that I bought in Thailand and, you know, things like that. And seeing your home filled with your travels, I think even more so with your honeymoon, that's something that you want to do. Um, just so you can see it and kind of get that little jolt of, you know, love. There was that time we, um, I don't know what you were doing on your honeymoon. We, <laughs> let's see, um, we were, you know, in Hawaii and we bought this gorgeous, um, lava rock that's now the bowl that we put our keys in or something like that um gosh i can't think of souvenirs but you know what i mean something you know a beautiful painting a beautiful art piece that you're putting up on your wall something like that i think is so nice and to be able to see that every day and get that little reminder of your honeymoon is awesome unfortunately for us the flights that we booked, uh, we did carry on only um, because we're cheap, <laughs> let's be honest. Uh, so we weren't able to bring much and we were packing. It was a three week long honeymoon in the fall in Canada. So we did have to pack like sweaters and pants and things like that. So we didn't have a ton of space in our carry ons. Um, we also were too cheap to buy something and get it like shipped back home. Um, but uh, in hindsight, I kind of wish we had and we didn't honestly even spend that much time looking in like cool artisan shops. Um, maybe just the type of trip we were on didn't really lend itself to that, but I'm sure there are tons of amazing makers, uh, local makers in the Atlantic provinces, and we could have bought something amazing to bring home. I'm kind of sad we didn't. We did get little souvenirs, like we picked up some postcards and art prints and magnets and things like that. And I'm definitely going to be putting those up in our new apartment once we move and sort of making like a nice little memory area of our honeymoon. So we'll still have that nice reminder. Um, but if you are listening to this pre-honeymoon, buy that rug, buy that vase, buy that thing. It's so cool to have stuff like that in your home. Tip number nine is to consider how long you want to go for. So as I said, we had three weeks for our honeymoon, which was super luxurious. It was so nice to be, you know, five or six days into the honeymoon and be like, oh my God, we still have two weeks left. Like, this is wild. We have so much time. Um, it was really nice. You know, it didn't feel like we had to rush. We gave ourselves lots of time in each place. We got to see so much, do so much. Um, however, it did start to feel a little bit long. And we've experienced this before. We did a three-week long trip to Southeast Asia uh, two, three years ago. Um, and same thing, you know, kind of towards the end, we were getting a little bit burnt out. We were a little bit tired. And, uh, for some reason, I still thought we should do a three weeks again for our honeymoon. I think we've learned for the two of us, like two weeks is probably our max, um, which is so funny because I consider myself such a traveler and I would love to spend like months and months in a place, but I think it's very different when you are stationary and you're like, Hey, this is my, you know, home for a few months. I'm going to set up shop. I'm going to unpack my bags. Um, versus, okay, every two or three nights I'm packing up and I'm moving and I live out of a suitcase. That's something I probably don't want to be doing for weeks and weeks on end. Especially we had a lot going on at home. Like I said, we're moving into a new apartment in just a few days. So we were dealing with a lot of that uh, while we were on our honeymoon, like, you know, sending off deposits and making sure that we booked our movers and we bought, you know, a couch and things like that. So it was a little bit stressful to be away from home at a time when we really just wanted to be, you know, able to deal with everything we had going on. Also, the time of year towards the end of our honeymoon, you know, it was the end of October, things were starting to get a bit chilly. <laughs> it was getting cold, uh, things were closing down, we were getting tired. So again, I think three weeks is a little bit long for us. Now I know some of you listening are saying like, Oh my god, three weeks is nothing. I have six weeks of vacation a year. I love going on long trips. I can't imagine doing a three week honeymoon. I'd be going for five weeks, six weeks. I'm going to do half a year. And other, others of you are listening and thinking, oh my God, 
God, my work would never let me take three weeks off. The most I could do is two weeks. Even then I'm going to have to check in with the office. Um, and you know, two weeks might even sound like way too much time to some of you. Maybe you're not able to get that kind of time off work. Um, maybe you don't have paid vacation days or things like that. So I understand this is totally, um, an individual thing and that not everyone has the flexibility to take as much time as possible. But if you do have that flexibility, just sort of think about, you know, if you've traveled in the past, what sort of trips are a good length for the two of you? Um, my recommendation would be two weeks. I think three is pushing it. I'll be honest <laughs> again, but that might just be, you know, me and my husband, maybe you and your partner do things differently. Maybe you love those longer trips. Maybe you are going to build in tons of relaxation time so You don't get tired by the end of things, but really do consider how long you want to be away for on your honeymoon. And of course, how long you're able to be away for if you've got work, pets, kids, all that to deal with. Uh, you might not be able to go away for as long as you had wanted. And finally, my last tip, number 10, is YOHO, which stands for You Only Honeymoon Once. And yes, I feel like the oldest millennial by saying that, but it's something my husband said as a joke on like the first day of our honeymoon, and it kind of became our mantra. Um, and it basically just means, I mean, same as yo YOLO, right? Like YOHO, You Only Honeymoon Once, just go for it, right? Like if there's something where you're not quite sure, it costs a little extra. If you can do it, obviously, you know, don't go into debt over this. Don't, um, you know, default on your mortgage or anything like that in order to have a honeymoon. But if there's just something that's like a little bit extra, um, something that's a little bit out there that, you know, you don't usually do, but you know what? It's your honeymoon. It's your hopefully one and only honeymoon. And as I said in a previous episode, um, this isn't the only trip you're going to take with your partner. So you don't, you know, don't feel like you have to do everything. But if there's, you know, there's that little thing. Thing, right? You want to splurge. So for the two of us, we had been eating amazing seafood all honeymoon long. But one thing we really wanted to do was to eat a whole lobster. Like we had never done that before. Um, actually, I might have done it as a kid, but as, as an adult, we had never eaten a full lobster before. And it was always a little bit scary because every time we sat down at a restaurant, it would just say market price. And we were like too scared to even ask what the market price for a lobster was. And I'd envisioned us, you know, just rocking up to some like lobster fisherman shack on the side of the road and buying one there. But unfortunately, just the time of year we were going, all of those kind of places were closed. So we had to get lobster from a restaurant. And we went to like a really fancy restaurant. And we said, you know what, yo, -ho, let's just do it. And it actually ended up not being nearly as expensive as we thought it was going to be. And it came with like all of these sides. So it totally worked out. But just things like that, right? Like splurging, going for that extra little thing because it's your honeymoon and because you want to treat yourself. Okay, those are my 10 tips to help you have the best honeymoon ever. I hope they were helpful. I hope you are really looking forward to your honeymoon. And if you are looking for a place to go, I highly recommend Atlanta, Canada. Um, though, if you're listening uh, in real time when this comes out, probably wait till next year. <laughs> um, but I think spring, summer, fall would be an amazing time to visit. Definitely fall, the leaves. Just Google like fall in Cape Breton Island or fall foliage, Cape Breton Island, and you will see what I'm talking about. It's an absolutely gorgeous place. So in the meantime, happy wedding planning and happy honeymoon planning. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Unconventional Wedding Planning Podcast. I really appreciate it and I hope you found the episode helpful. If you really want to make my day, you can leave me a rating and a review, follow along so you don't miss the next episode, and tell a friend about the show. Remember, you shouldn't be spending your wedding day managing other people's feelings. 
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.